Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're releasing one of 50 Mama interviews. The Mama interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victorian drama teaching game. Drama Victoria has been recording these 50 interviews over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. So please do sit back, relax, and enjoy a slightly longer than usual episode of The Aside as we bring you 50 legends in the Mama interviews. Please note, the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. Good afternoon, Darren. Hi, Helen. Hi, this is Darren Lowe, and he's here to be interviewed for Mama, and I'm Helen Sandico. And our first question is, how and when and why did you become involved in drama education? So I started at Melbourne State College in 1980. It was still called Melbourne State College then. I did Uh, too. Oh, okay. (laughs) That that time? Yep, a little bit later, 84. Okay, right. Wow. Um... And I reckon drama was just one of those things I did with a range of other subjects, but it ended up becoming a bit of a passion. And it wasn't something even I'd done a lot of at school. Um, I'd done a little bit, but not heaps. And it was something that I tried drama and media. I wanted to get away from kind of the maths, science-y things that I was doing. And to be honest, I went to Melbourne State College because a whole lot of my friends were there at older year levels, and they were just saying those were the days when college was a bit of a party. And I had a great time there and there was lots of free alcohol and things to do and I just couldn't wait to get there. (laughs) But drama became a thing that became part of that, Um, something that I really enjoyed as part of that. So yeah, that that was where I started and um, did my degree there before I started teaching. So it's something, I I guess it's something I sort of fell into really. It wasn't something that, you know. You designed, like, what was your first school like? Yeah, good. Oh, it was Cobram. It was, um, oh, wow. I um, was waiting for the office to come out and I was waiting for somewhere to come in Melbourne or maybe down the beach. And it was that start of the year where um, you're waiting and waiting. And I first got offered some Donald, and that was year 12 history at that time. And I just went, oh, no, no, that's too. I refused that one and then I waited another couple of weeks. And they came back with Cobram, and I finally went, I don't think I'm going to. I don't know when and that something else is going to come up. So, you know, three hours up on the Murray River. And that ended up being fantastic. Spent four years there. Met my wife there. I'm married to. We were just ten of us. Uh, ten first year outs who started together. Oh, so we just, was party what, time. What more party? <laughs> <laughs> so we had a great time. Yeah, I stayed there for about four years. And, you know, school productions and all that sort of business. That's where I did my first shows. So I've got bits and pieces of programs oh. of my posters of the first these were the big buzz shows at the time um, oh man it's still oh, those, those, these ones that everyone was doing um, there's sheer luck homes <sighs> bats there's one there and th- those were the shows that were sort of going around at the time so I did two or three of those big shows and they were they were great fun and great learning just organising like large groups of kids, 80 to 100 kids. Wow. So that was a lot of fun. But uh, four years there before I moved on. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, what are some of the changes that you've witnessed during your time as being a drama educator? So 
I think drama, it's been great seeing drama go from a group two subject where it was on the periphery and the fringes to being more of a, you know, to, to being treated at least equally in terms of sex and exam and that sort of stuff, even if it is marked down a little bit. Uh, it, it's great to see that happening. Um, I still think you are a little bit on the fringe of things sometimes yes. and, and seen by that by other staff, like you're only a drama teacher and maybe not treated in the same way in some ways. And I don't think that's changed. No. Over all the time. No, that's right. I think, and, and that's a shame. Although I think you're given, you are given a lot more, a lot more respect, perhaps than I used to. Yeah. So the range of kids that are doing that, with, I've seen the differences with maybe when it was a group two subject. With some kids, you had that mixture of kids who were really into drama, with then some who, oh, why don't you just try drama because they couldn't find anywhere else to slot them into. And so you, when you've got that mixture, it was really hard to work on something sometimes. Uh, now with, I th think, theatre studies in the option in theatre studies with a stagecraft exam where you don't have to act is given another range to other yes. kids to come into I, it as well. I think well. that's great too. Yeah. But I started my teaching career too with group two. Yeah, yeah. And it was a, a, a much more structure. I think that's been great. I think that's been good for drama to give it some structure. Because I remember having to do solo performances where was basically just create a solo performance and some of the, it was even up to the early 90s where there was not even a topic. Would that be right, early 90s still, I think? I think we were given topics in the first bit of VCE, I think. Yeah, okay. But it was reversed because we did the ensembles, no, we did the, the solos first and then the ensembles. Yeah, and the ensembles were an actual cat, was it, at that stage? I know that they got formally assessed and they got the solos got formally yeah, assessed. Yeah, that's right. And then we marked it. So it's all that rearranging of things in the structure. So I've seen all that coming up. Come and go. Mucking around, you know, waiting for HSC to come back or something, you know. <laughs> to see the vicious cycle come back. But I found myself just the, f the freedom in Group 2 compared with VCE, especially as VCE went on. I, I really appreciate my... I only did it for a couple of years. Um, just that group two freedom where you could really do something to challenge and suit your students. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was great in that respect. You can still cater, you can still um, tailor the ensemble towards that. Okay, but then you? it's, you've got such exact things yeah. to do. We had a lot more freedom. Yeah, that's right. And I love the freedom. Um, okay, so it's about you, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the highs and lows of your career? The productions is one of the real highs. Um, so I've got these bits and pieces of the, you know, programs and uh, from over the years and the last couple yeah. of years, I've been, you know, doing the um, more traditional ones. Wizard of Oz, Oliver. We did Grease this year. Um, Man of Steel that I talked about before. So the productions were really, I've counted up 20, I think I've done 22 major productions wow. over those years, so a few years where I didn't do them. So they were highs, and that obviously real sense of achievement was a real high. Um, I've always loved taking kids to the theatre. I've always, just that, I've never get sick of, when you take kids to, who haven't seen a lot of theatre, to just go and see that for the first time and seeing their reaction to that, that's a real high too. Just little things that they notice that you don't pick up on, like you know, how do they remember all those lines and all that sort of stuff. And I've, I always loved seeing that. I think the um, 
the lows is probably you're still it's still that the drudgery of the the rehearsals the weekends yes. the after school and then the um I think you do get appreciated but it's very fleeting in the end I, I always find that like you, you know you've put your whole yes. self into something for a long time and then it's just sort of next yeah, that was good, but... Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What are we moving on to now? There should be more of it. So it's all... <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> so it's, um, it's all those sorts of things. So I find it's still really... You really have to... I push myself and motiva- motivate myself, but I always... I am always satisfied at the end with the result of things. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, and do you get, also get satisfaction out of your senior students doing, uh, you know, surviving... Yeah, that's great too, Surviving yeah. year 12? Yeah, and seeing that, you know, seeing the finished product and their sense of achievement with the finished product is fantastic. Yeah, I did VCA, it's taken me a long time, but VCAA assessing for the first oh. time this year. I did the training and did that, and that was... Taken me a long time to do that. I know a lot of people have done that for a few years, but that was great too, just to see that um, the other side of the thing. And because I always found when I get results, often found when I get results, that you were not exactly sure how they were going to go. And I exactly. think this really gives you an insight. Exactly, yeah, I feel that too. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Um, can you describe some of your most memorable experiences? So, I don't know if I've covered it with productions and things. Um, the excursions, the things that always come together that don't look like they're going to come together. Um, okay, have you got a hairy moment in a production? Okay, in, oh, look, I've, I'm sure you had millions. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Look, I've had a kid who was on the edge a little bit who, who played the lead a couple of years ago in, in The Wizard of Oz and a couple of weeks before it he was... About, he just about pulled out because of stress and anxiety and he was just so fantastic. I just knew he was going to blow everyone away but we had to gently get the chaplain to talk him back in and around to get him to perform a couple of weeks before and I was stressing out and I can remember the chaplain just saying to me um, very calmly, uh, I don't think you should go around and talk to Thomas Darren because I was... So it's things like that. Um, trying to keep even tempered, I think, is yes, really important. Absolutely, yeah. And I don't always do that, but you know, it's, it's trying to be able to do that. Um, lots and lots of experiences with um, with performance sort of stuff. Yeah. I always mm. dread that tap on the shoulder, <laughs> and then what? Then whatever's going to be revealed. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Miss. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. Who are your? Do you have many? Did you have any mentors and collaborators you have had the good fortune to work with? I've always worked very solo, and I've thought about this carefully. Um, the closest one, look, there's a one I've had is another teacher, Wayne Pickering, who taught at, teaches at Dalesford, and just being. I think it's always been good to just have someone to come. I've seen him today at lunchtime and just chatted, yeah, and just yeah. to be able to just talk you just bitch about things and this doesn't happen and what about this and what about this with the administration just having someone to bounce off but in terms of a drama person it's always been here this this conference um and working with those that uh, so you haven't got close contact with another drama person a lot particularly because i've taught in the country a lot since i've been in ballarat and castlemaine and uh my wife we started together and she's a music teacher and it's just i think we've kind of mentored each other without kind of really Um. specifically meaning to but um that's been that's been really good so in terms of an actual mentor yeah probably Wayne and Susan my wife did you have any supportive 
principles or was that always the a bit of a stumbling block? I think they've always thought they've been supportive, but it's... Um, I, th I think the, the main thing has been the, the focus on process. I've had a focus on process. Yes. And often theirs is the end result. And I th sometimes you think, well, if you get an end result that's, that's good... That's because of the process. Yeah, that's right. But they don't so, understand that. Yeah, so you're not always aiming for that end, end process, are you? Trying to, so the end product. It's the process of getting along the way that I've always tried to emphasise. So, yeah. So, there's, yeah, that's my mentors. <coughs> and I was going to talk with changes too before, I suppose. Yeah, please. Um, that's I brought along these textbooks. Oh, there's ones wonderful. That the, so, you know, that was the big buzz one when I was coming out. Yes, yes. And that... Um, in terms of a resource that everyone sort of had, and then, we, and that was Roma Burgess and Pam Gorgie. So, Roma Burgess was my drama lecturer at Melbourne State oh, wow. College. I, I actually went to her, the school where she designed the drama space at Canterbury Girls. Oh, wow. Because okay. she was principal. Wow, okay, right. And that was what she left when she left, was yeah. a proper drama space. And then Pam Gordry would have gone to Melbourne State when you were about there, probably. Oh, no, I don't think she was there. Okay. Um, At the beginning of Kate Dumon. Right, okay. Then they had the series of textbooks. Yes. The one series, yes. one, two, three, four. Then it sort of, 90s became the, the Bruce, Bruce Burton Living yeah. Drama, so everyone's had that, and there's been a few editions of that. Um, we've got, obviously, Acting Smart, which I reckon was one of the best things that's come out because you can really, really tailor towards the course. Um, you know, but that's a really good uh, cross section. So you can see how it's developed. And, yeah, that's right. That's really here. fabulous. And I've, found, I've got a handout. Oh, so yes, going back to... I've got my... Oh. I actually got published in... That was straight out of university. Just as I started teaching, I got published in one of the old mask magazines how here. How fabulous. So I found that lying around. Oh. And the Drama Resource Centre, that was just the most wonderful... Um, Place. That's right. It was John, 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 John McLeod. John McLeod who organised that, and he was working there at the time when we were at um, fourth year at college. And I've got a handout somewhere that this is a, I think it says VCA, which is interesting because we're here. I got that from a lecturer, Daryl Wilkinson. Yes, Daryl. I had Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> and I have used this. Find a way Ever to use this in every class that just about that I've had and I've got students who will say this is the fifth time you've given us this handout and I said yes I know but I'm looking at it from a different perspective and how you use this the staging styles in a different context and whatever and it's just been a great springboard to start off and to, to get to get them to understand the use of space and on it's just got some really basic stage at the back oh, basic stage geography upstage downstage etc and it's just been a really useful handout that I've based many lessons on. I thought I'd say that before I forgot <laughs> why I brought those. Um, can you describe some of your favourite professional learning experiences? So, always here. Always here. I, I love coming to this conference. Um, always go away and find something to, that I use from this. Um, I've loved the Year 12 workshops that have been run by MTC and Mothouse. Um. Um, I think they've got much better at them in the last few years and really, really tailoring them to the, to the task and yeah. they've been fantastic. Um, and I think my professional learning has just been from directing school productions and I've, I think I've really sort of got much better at that over the years. So 
that's something I've really enjoyed too. Oh, great. Um, how are we up to? Um, and what do you think are some of the secrets to the longevity of your career? I think um, trying to get a laugh out of things as much as you can and not taking things too seriously. Because I, th- I think you talk to just about anyone with teaching and they'd say it's the teaching they love and the dealing with the kids and the things that you do, but it's the other stuff. Everybody likes to get rid of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the meetings, the cycles, the documentation, the... Endless reports. And yeah, this, this, the sort of stuff that you are possibly you could do without. That, that's the sort of stuff that wears you down. So what I would say is to try not to take that too seriously. And I don't say that I'm always good at that. But um, just to remind yourself why you're there. And I think that was emphasised this morning in the speech of what we're there yeah. for with the kids. It's not... It's not about that stuff, and to try and to not take that stuff too seriously. Good. Um, is there any advice that you would pass on to the next generation of drama educators? Probably just that, I think. Just what I've so said. Just, you, yeah, don't take it too Try not to take that stuff too... Ad- admin. <laughs> yeah, if you can. And it's very hard now because I know that, you know, that you've got youngsters being put on their third contract before they're made permanent. They're, they could be 30 years old and they still haven't, you know, but got, got a permanent position and all that sort of stuff, so. And I think the curriculum changes too. Don't get too hung up over them because it'll, it'll change every three years. Yeah, that's right. It changes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You just keep teaching we'll, what you want to teach, but you just make it fit whatever. We'll document but, it in a different right. way. Call it something else or whatever, yeah. Am I right? That's, that's oh Yeah. <laughs> Try not to be caught up with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, sorry, what artefacts are oh, you been saving? So I've, I've, yes, I've, from your me- for your memoirs. So I've dug out these things. I've probably showed you most. I've got a range of programs here, the textbooks, um, a couple of the posters. Although I've got much more. Um, I've got my first appointment in 1984 oh, from the second. I found that while I was digging through boxes fantastic. under the house. Um, 1984. God. Um, yeah. So that's my little collage of stuff there. And what associations have you had with Drama Victoria, Drama Australia, VCAA, or any other associations or organisations affiliated with drama education? So I've been a member since I started teaching, so that's 30 odd years. Um, always come to the conference. Um, VCAA, as I said, just to, I've just started with that, and I think that's something I'll keep going on with. Um, but I've enjoyed all those. Fantastic. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about your career and what sort of, what is the essence of perhaps your work or what drives your work? Uh, Look, I think I've I've tried to um, incorporate what we've done with non-naturalism in drama. I've tried to use that and make that something that can cross over into productions and things like that as well. So we're not just... We can see the link between the classroom and doing the, the big shows. I don't mind doing the big shows, but uh, not mm. just as a showpiece for the school or something that you you know can link back to what I'm doing as well. So I think that trying to make them a little bit more sophisticated has been something I've been trying to do. You're always struggling with numbers, like I think everyone when you yes. work around just trying to. I'd love to be able to teach without having to have that hanging over you. Always thinking of numbers, 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 numbers. Is this going to run? Is that subject going to run? All that's the time would be great to just have a subject where you just didn't have to worry about that but that's probably the nature of the 
Yes, yeah, nature of the beast. It's yep. But that's about it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Doug. <laughs> Great. <laughs> thank Thanks, you very Alan. much. Good on you. <laughs> Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other Mama interviews for you to listen to, so please don't hesitate in doing that. A huge thanks to the large number of people who were involved in recording all the Mama interviews and having conversations with 50 Victorian drama teacher legends. If you would like to contact us to suggest an episode topic or to ask us a question, please contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thanks to Eltham College for letting us record here and Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. Happy 50th birthday, Drama Victoria.